Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Welcome to the Having It All podcast the show about what it takes to live an abundant, loving life. My name is Matthew Bivens, and each week I'm helping you get out of your head so that you can truly have it all. Let's do it. What's up, beautiful people? Welcome to the podcast. I am Matthew Bivens, and I am your host for this journey we're going to take as we talk about what it looks like to have it all, an abundant, loving life. You know, every one of us has our own version of what an abundant, loving life looks like, but there are definitely some common elements, some common threads woven throughout all of that beautiful stuff. And that's what we really explore in this podcast, because I believe we all can have it all. I believe that love and abundance and joy and confidence and purpose is there for each and every one of us. We just got to be proactive in going about making it happen. So if you want to learn how to make it happen, then keep tuning into this podcast because that is what we discuss. Today's episode is all about a phrase that I really love, and it is go slow, get there fast. And this is going to relate to 2020 and what's just happening in a few weeks. It's like, you know, December right now. And in just a couple of weeks, 2020 is about to hit us. And so as you are thinking about the year ahead, as you're thinking about your goals or your intentions or just some of the stuff that you want to be different by this time next year, I want to introduce this phrase to you, go slow, get there fast. Because I know that you might be chomping out the bit to like January 1, you want to bust out the gate with some really big New Year's resolutions and just make drastic change all over the place. And I'm going to talk about potentially an alternative method of arriving at the same destination. So this is going to be really cool. And this is going to be the first of a series of episodes that I'm going to do over the next several weeks, all geared towards helping you have an amazing start to the new year. I want to kick things off with some magic because I've got a lot of magic that, that has been popping off in my life. And I'm going to narrow it down to two pieces, which are very um, related. And actually, one of those pieces of magic is my own, and the other is a friend of mine. But you'll see how they are connected, and you'll see how you can extract a beautiful takeaway from this magic. So if this is your first time tuning in the podcast, first of all, welcome. And uh, second, if you're wondering, like, what is this magic thing that this dude's talking about? Well, magic is when you influence yourself, others, or life 
in an empowering way. We call those magical moments. And we always pause and reflect on the magical moments that we create in our lives because by doing that, first of all, you realize that there's so many awesome things happening around you that you might just be oblivious to. So if you're feeling stuck about life, feeling frustrated, feeling down, you're probably just oblivious to all the amazing things that are happening. So I want you to start recognizing those things. And two, I want you to realize that you are the one creating those things. You are the one. You are the common denominator with all the different magic in your life. So when you can realize that you really have the power to shape your life and that there's so many awesome things already happening around you, it really can shift your perspective on life. And you know what? When we change our perspective, we see things differently. Like you can look at the same exact situation from two different perspectives and view it in two totally different ways. And so that's what we do here in magic. So my magic is that yesterday morning, I influenced myself when my alarm went off, I influenced myself to stick with my commitment to go to the gym. And I got my butt out of bed, threw on my clothes. It was like 530 in the morning and I drove myself to the gym. Now, the reason why that was magic and the reason why that was me influencing myself in an empowering way is because over the weekend, we had a stomach bug go through my house. Maya had it first, and then I picked it up, and then Sarah picked it up. And so when Sarah had it, you know, these little bugs hit Sarah hard. <laughs> like, for me, it kind of drags out a little bit longer, so it's a bit more of a chronic, you know, illness or whatever. But with Sarah, it's like acute, meaning it's very sharp and very strong. So stomach bug hit her on Sunday night, and boom, she was just hugging the toilet. And not a fun place to be. And so one of the first things that popped in my mind was, oh, okay, well, Sarah's sick tonight. I'm not going to go to the gym in the morning. And I almost felt like that was a little bit of a backdoor, like an excuse for me to not go. And I have been working on really tightening up in my integrity, meaning doing the things I say I'm going to do. And I've made a commitment to myself to go to the gym every Monday morning at 5.30. And so that was an agreement I made to myself. And here I was given an opportunity to take this excuse of, well, well, Sarah's not feeling great. So I need to be here because if Sarah is sick in the morning, I need to be able to get up and take care of her. And then when Maya gets up, I got to take care of her as well. And I had all these great reasons to not keep my agreement to, to go to the gym. But I reminded myself of how will I feel if I decide to bail on my agreement to myself? I'm going to feel pretty terrible. I'm going to know that I took the easy path, that I, that I took the excuse, that I gave in to the fear, and I decided to stay in. And I know that that feeling is going to sit with me, and I've, I've gotten too comfortable with that feeling over my life. So I decided in that moment that no matter how uncomfortable it felt, I was going to wake up and go and take my butt to the gym and get my workout in. And I told myself that, you know what? I can still be there to support Sarah. I can still make sure that she's taken care of. And I'm going to return in times that I can be there to support and take care of Maya as well. So I shifted my perspective. I locked in on my commitment and I got my butt up on Monday morning. And that was magic for me because, you know, there was a lot of internal conversation going on that was, I was teetering. I was like, uh, okay, I won't go. You know, like I was, I was really close to bailing on my commitment and, and therefore, making a big withdrawal from my own personal trust account. Because whenever you bail on agreements you make with yourself, you just 
you, you decrease the amount of trust that you have in yourself, that when you say you do something, you'll actually do it. So that was hugely magical for me. And it was the type of magic is very related to my friend Nancy, who created some very similar magic for herself. So with Nancy, she put out there, she set the intention that she wanted to have some really uh, powerful, raw, vulnerable, honest, transparent conversations with her clients and friends of her clients. So she wanted her client to gather some friends around, and then Nancy would go and have a really honest conversation, you know, about life and about, you know, self-worth and, and balance and all these different things, but have it with her friend's inner circle. So she put that out into the universe, and almost immediately, her client said, oh, well, why don't you come over? I'm having a gathering of some, some girlfriends of mine. Come over Sunday evening, and you can talk with us. And so Nancy, when she received that invite to go out on a Sunday evening to what was a, a cheese and wine party and kind of you know drop herself in the middle of it, what she told me was the last thing that she wanted to do was go to that event. The last thing she wanted to do on a Sunday night at the end of a long week was, you know, get herself dressed and, and, and made up and, you know, go out there and to this 30 minutes away, drive out there with women that she doesn't know other than her client and, you know, drop herself down that event and do her thing. That was the last thing she wanted to do. But she realized that by her not taking that invitation, Really, it was going to be an F you to herself, right? To that thing that she said she wanted, which was to be able to go sit in those circles of her clients and have powerful conversations. It was going to be an F you to herself and to the universe because the universe said, oh, you want that? Boom, here's an opportunity right here, right in front of you. She also said, and this was really important to me, she said that she also wanted to be a very coachable student because she and I share the same life coach. And our coach gave her some feedback and said, hey, Nancy, it would be great for you to create these circles with your clients. And so she wanted to be a coachable student, which means she wanted to receive that feedback and that suggestion and do something with it and move with it. So she would rather be that, a coachable student, than on her workout on Monday, show up and tell him, no, the opportunity was presented, but I said no to it, and then have to receive feedback from him about that. And I totally get that. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And so Nancy decided to go, she went to the event, and she showed up freaking powerfully. And she had the captive attention of all the women in that room 
because of all the reps that she put in on who she's being in life. And that piece of magic is so powerful because just like with me, she had that great excuse, the great excuse to bail, which was, it's Sunday evening. I need to be here with my husband and my kids. This is not what I want to do on Sunday. I'm tired. I've had a long week and I deserve it. But instead of just bailing, she realized, wow, you know what? I created this opportunity. I said that I wanted to be able to have these powerful, raw, honest conversations with people. And boom, here it is served up to me right here. Am I going to take it? And so she seized it. And I love that. And hopefully you can see how her magic and my magic are so related. And what I want from you in sharing this, what I want from you is for you to now think, where have you created that same type of opportunity? By either saying that you wanted something or saying that you were all about something, and then boom, the opportunity is presented for you to prove it, to put up or shut up. And where have you bailed? Or where have you seized it? Because when you can see that for yourself, and recognize that you're either bailing or you're taking advantage of those opportunities and really seizing them, you can connect with that magical moment and you connect with that power that you have to create the opportunity and to be proactive. And when you say, I'm going to do something, you do it. That's how you create an abundant loving life. High integrity. High say-do ratio. When you say you're going to do something, you do it the vast majority of the time. High follow-through. High, high frequency of moving through discomfort and fear. Because guess what? There was fear associated with me getting up early. The fear of being tired, the fear of wanting more sleep, the fear, all of that stuff. There was fear with Nancy of going to this event. The fear of having, you know, doing something at the end of a long week. The fear of dropping into a group of people she doesn't know. All, all that stuff. And so, are you the type of person that's going to give in to those fears? Or do you show up powerfully despite the fear? And that's really what I want to leave you guys with, with these two pieces of magic. So, chew on that. I know that was a lot, and it's because there's a lot to extract from these magical moments. So, chew on it. And in addition, if you are feeling in ex inspired to go ahead and reflect on magic of your own, then pause the episode and do that. Reflect on a magical moment in your life so that you can realize how powerful you are and how many awesome things are already happening all around you. All right. I want to dig into this topic today about Go Slow, Get There Fast. And uh, I want to talk real quick about what I mentioned at the very, very top of the episode today. And that was for the next several weeks, I am going to be doing episodes that are aimed at helping you just catapult powerfully into 2020. I want you to have so much momentum moving into the new year that you're able to dissolve any of the fears or blockages that keep you from becoming and being the person that you want to be. So there's going to be episodes starting today that are going to be about, you know, thinking about your intentions for the new year, reflecting on your, your resolutions, um, thinking about a word for the year. And I have new episodes about all that stuff. I also have some new offers I'm going to be putting out there, like things for you to, to download, some free things for you to do. Um, and what I'm really excited about is the Trust Challenge 
is coming back. So I know you all been asking me about it, and uh, we've only done, I think, one this year, but we're going to kick off 2020 with a trust challenge, which will really, really help you to keep that powerful momentum going as you start the year. So stay tuned on that. Um, Follow me on Instagram because that's where I'm going to announce the sign-up page for the Trust Challenge. So you'll hear it there before you hear it on the podcast. So Matthew underscore Bivens on Instagram. Uh, You can also go to my website, matthewbivens.com, and just sign up for my newsletter, and I'll let you know when the Trust Challenge sign-up page is open as well. Um, And that's going to be going down very, uh, very first week of January. I'm not quite decided on the start date, but it's going to be the very beginning of January is when we do the trust challenge. So for today's conversation, again, I want you to start to, to, to flow powerfully into 2020. And today's conversation was inspired by an article that I was reading over on entrepreneur.com, on that blog, entrepreneur.com. And the article was called, How to Get Out of Your Comfort Zone and Succeed and new territory. So, by now, you know, we're December 10th, you've probably thought at least a little bit about 2020, about what you want to do in 2020, what you want to accomplish, some of the things you want to see happen next year. Maybe you've been thinking about some of the things you want to not do in 2020, right? That's a lot of our of our intentions. Like, I don't want to you know, blah, blah, blah in 2020. So whatever it is, you've been setting your goals, you've been getting your ideas about the new year. And that's super important to do. You know, I think even if it's just having an intention or intentional word, which I mentioned before, whatever it is, have an intention for how you want to show up in the new year. So there is, uh, in the blog article I was reading, there's this thing called the snapback effect which I thought was a really, really great um, example of how many of us approach not only goal setting, but resolutions, New Year's resolutions. So I'm going to read you an excerpt from this blog article that illustrates what the snapback effect is, because if you are a person who does this, then you guaranteed are going to have a lot of frustration when it comes to making changes in the new year whether that's you know changes in your health or changes in your career or changes in relationships. If you do the snapback effect, things are going to be jacked up in your life. So I want to read this excerpt so that you can really understand what the snapback effect is. And then I'm going to talk about a different way to approach 2020, the go slow, get there fast method. All right. So I'm going to read this excerpt from the article, how to get out of your comfort zone and succeed in new territory. So the author writes, attempting to leave your comfort zone and evolve into your new identity is like putting a stake in the ground that represents your old self, throwing a rubber band around it, stepping into the open loop, and trying to sprint as far away from the stake as fast as you can without building up your muscles first. If you don't have enough energy to push against the tension, you'll snap back into your old self hard and fast. This old self is drenched in behaviors the primal brain considers safe since it doesn't exert your energy levels further. The shock from the snapback can dramatically impact the way we see the world and ourselves, making us cautious about future attempts at change. 
The key is to evolve into our new self without flipping the switch that makes us snap back and resume our former status quo. So real quick, that analogy of the two stakes, right? A stake in the ground that represents your current self, who you are right now, and a stake in the ground that represents your new self, your new identity, the person that you need to become in order to accomplish your goals. Like, let's visualize that for a moment. Then imagine putting a thick rubber band around that first stake, your current self, and then you step into the loop. And as you try to run towards that other stake, that future self stake, the tension around that rubber band gets more and more, gets tighter and tighter. And so this is what we do with our New Year's resolutions, people. We say, okay, my current self is I work out one day a week, maybe. But you know what? In 2020, I'm going to go to the gym every day. And I'm going to transform my life. I'm going to make this commitment to change my life. And boom, you place a new stake in the ground. The person who works out every single day and who is an A plus in their health. You're going from like a C minus in your health and you want to play for an A plus. And then you throw around that rubber band, right? And then you start to sprint towards that stake. You're like, I'm going to get that A plus healthy self. And what happens? Snap back you haven't built up the muscles, right? So I love that example. So you can visualize it. See that person, see yourself sprinting towards that future self stake and the rubber band's getting tighter and tighter until finally it pulls you back and you go right back to that current self. That's the, the snapback effect. So I'm going to keep on reading. I have two more paragraphs I want to read for you. In this analogy, the first peg is your current version of yourself. And the end peg is the version of yourself you must become to achieve your goals. The band, of course, is your comfort zone. The mistake that so many make is that they see their goal and whom they want to become and try and race there, dragging their comfort zone along, kicking and streaming. An epic recipe for disaster. It's called a comfort zone for a reason. It's meant to be comfortable, which means that to grow it, You need to have the right biological foundation as well as adequate psychological energy in place to support this gradual stretching. You wouldn't walk into a gym and load up a barbell with 400 pounds and will yourself to lift it in one go without having practiced, warmed up, and slowly built up the strength in your muscles by adding smaller weights one at a time. We think we can have the same hurried slapdash approach to our goals because we've been led to believe that, quote-unquote, anything is possible if we believe it. A concept that is flawed at best and dangerous at worst. So that is the end of the excerpt from the blog that I wanted to read. Again, titled, How to Get Out of Your Comfort Zone and Succeed in New Territory. And I'll put a link to that in the show notes for this episode. But... I love also the part about the 400-pound barbell, the 400 pounds. Because let's think about this. When we set these goals in life, especially when it comes to the new year, we believe that we can will ourselves to get there, right? The author talks about anything is possible if we believe it. If I just want it hard enough and I believe it hard enough, I can do anything. I can will myself. And so the example of having a barbell that has 400 pounds loaded on it, 
That's a lot of weight. And you look at that and say, you know what? That's my goal. I want to do one rep with that weight. And if I just will myself to do it, I will be able to. I can push that weight if I want it hard enough. That's kind of how we approach these New Year's goals and these New Year's resolutions. And I did an episode a while ago, I think, I think last year, about why I don't like New Year's resolutions. And that's part of the reason. Because we believe that, you know, for all these previous years, no matter how old you are, you've built up this character, this person that you've been. And you say, okay, in the new year, I'm going to make a change. I'm going to make a big change in my life because you know what? There's a lot of areas that I feel I can improve in and I want to improve in. I want to have a different experience in life. So I'm going to make a big change. It's like saying I'm going to push up 400 pounds when you can't even push up 100. But because we've been just sort of pumped with this stuff, like if you want it hard enough, it's going to happen and you can will yourself to do it. Like I like how the author says that the concept is flawed at best and dangerous at worst. And I, and I agree with that to an extent, right? Like, I definitely believe that anything is possible, 100%. And that belief that anything is possible is crucial because that aligns with the principle consciousness creates, right? So if you can imagine something in your mind and you can create the space for it, then that means that thing is possible. So it doesn't matter what it is in your life. Any of the great things that you have experienced or created started out as a conscious thought and a space being held, either you held the space for yourself or somebody else held it for you. And that's how it was able to manifest because the space was held. So I do agree that anything is possible if we believe it. However, I also understand that just because you want to push up 400 pounds doesn't mean you can, right? Just because you want to go from a C minus in your health to an A plus and you want it to happen at the beginning of 2020 doesn't mean you can, and so when you're thinking about the new year and you're thinking about your goals, you know, I want you to first just check yourself. Are you, are you saying to yourself, you know what, if I believe it hard enough, then I can do it. If that's the kind of conversation, let's just be aware of that. And let's see, are you right now setting yourself up for the snapback effect? Because a lot of times what happens after the, if I believe it hard enough, it'll happen, after that internal conversation, you start to say, okay, today's going to be different. This time, it's going to be different. I know every other time in the past, I didn't stick to my commitment. I didn't stick to my resolution. I dropped off before February. But this time, it's going to be different. And you try to pump yourself up, right? And listen, I've done that. I have done that so many times when it comes to goals in my life. So many times in so many different areas. From building up my money to making shifts in my, in my health, to establishing, you know, powerful, healthy morning routines, to whatever. I've said, okay, I've done it one way for so long, but this is going to be the moment that everything changes. And I set some big, hairy, audacious goal, and then I try to sprint towards it. And inevitably, my comfort zone, I haven't really worked on stretching it, and it boop, pulls me right back. And listen, there are definitely times where you can set that stake and you can just go and bust your butt and make it happen. 100%. There are times that you can will yourself through, okay? But all I'm offering is perhaps there's a more effective way that is actually going to make more sense given all the different circumstances at play. So if sprinting from that current self-stake to the new self-stake 
if sprinting against that resistance of the rubber band and experiencing the snapback effect is the ineffective way to do things, then that means there has to be a more effective way. And that, my friends, is go slow, get there fast. And so how do you go about employing that? Well, first, you have to assess. You got to take stock of where you're at. You got to take stock of where you're at right now and where you have some opportunities for, for strengthening and for growing. You know? Because here's the thing. Part of the reason why you aren't able to just jump into your new self is because of those opportunities you have for growth and for healing. You have to address them. If you aren't addressing them, those are the things that are preventing you from experiencing life that you want. Those are the things that are that are keeping you from becoming the person who then does accomplish their goals. So for example, let's say that your self-talk is incredibly self-critical. Let's say your self-talk is just vicious. You just tear yourself down again and again and again. Your self-talk is that you aren't worthy, you aren't lovable, you aren't creative, you do nothing of value. If that's your self-talk, yet you want to create some, some you know, impressive results in your life that require you to have higher self-worth and higher self-esteem, you aren't going to create those new results until you address the disempowering self-talk. I'll give you another example. Let's say that you have health goals, okay? Let's say that you have some health goals. You really want to make some dramatic shifts in your physical health. You got some reports from your doctor in 2019. You really didn't like them. And they're like, listen, we want you to be, be around for a long time. So you got to make some big shifts. And you say, okay, fine. I'm going to become that person that sticks to a, a different healthy lifestyle. Healthy eating, healthy exercise. And that's the person that you want to become. But one of the things that is happening right now is maybe you have a disempowering association or connection with food. Your relationship towards food is you use food as a crutch to, to not deal with some of the emotional things going on in your life. Guess what? If you don't heal that, you won't become the person who then creates more health in your life. So you have to assess. You got to take a stock and just look at yourself and be real with yourself and identify where do I have opportunities for some healing and for some growing. Once you do that, you then need to start addressing those things. And the key here is to address them slowly and take your time with them, right? It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So as you address maybe the emotional eating, all right, you just take it little by little. And as you address it, you start to see that you know, you can expand your comfort zone a little bit more without all the downfalls of trying to just sprint right through it to become that new person. Growth is always gradual. Always. If you have kids, you understand that. Yes, there are things called growth spurts, but guess what? The growth spurt happens at like millimeters, centimeters, maybe inches at a time. And so when you look at the growth of a person from the moment they're born to when they die, right? Like I'm 6'1". Any growth spurt over the course of my life has been tiny relative to my overall growth from when I'm a baby to when I'm fully grown. You get what I'm saying? Growth is always gradual, always gradual. And you know, the thing is like, we think that there's something wrong with us because we haven't been able to achieve big things in one mighty push. We think there's something wrong with us because we haven't been able to fully transform ourselves to then create the new life, to create the new amount of money, the new amount of health, the new amount of successful relationships, the new amount of intimacy. There's something wrong with us because I haven't been able to just say, okay, I want to become a new person and boom, become a new person. The thing is, the reality is growth is gradual. When I was five feet tall, if I was judging myself for not becoming six feet tall overnight, you would say, Matthew, that's a bit ridiculous. That's not how growth works. It's slow. The same thing, it's the same principle when it comes to our lives and growing within ourselves and growing as people. The trick is to understand how stuff works, to embrace it, and that's where go slow, get there fast. The trick is to go slow. And as you go slow and take a little bit at a time, boom, 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 by the time you turn around and look back on all the accomplishments and all the, the growth that's happened, you realize, wow, I've gotten there pretty quickly. Again, I look at, go back to kids. You look at, like Maya's three years old, I look at her and I say, oh my gosh, she's gotten so big so quickly. No, it's taken three years for her to get the size that she is. It just looks like it's been fast. It feels like it's been fast, but it's been slow. Go slow, get there fast. That's how all growth and all great successes happen. You go slow, go slow, go slow. And by the time you realize you've created something incredible, then exponential growth has happened. That hockey stick moment, that big inflection point. The soccer player Lionel Messi has this cool quote that I've, that I've loved. And uh, Lionel Messi, if you aren't familiar with him, he's arguably the best soccer player ever. Like the best person to ever lace up a pair of boots, Lionel Messi. And he has this quote and he says, I start early and I stay late day after day, year after year. It took me 17 years and 114 days to become an overnight success. <laughs> I love it. That's exactly what happens. You know what I'm saying? Overnight success, right? If you were following the soccer world and maybe you hadn't heard of Lionel Messi 
and then all of a sudden you did, it looked like he exploded on the scene. Boom. All of a sudden, everyone's talking about him. Oh my gosh, this guy is amazing. The ball's glued to his foot. He came out of nowhere. But nah, for 14 years, dude was putting in work. He was going slow, 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 consistent, consistent, slow, patient, patient, slow, consistent. And then boom, he exploded. 14 years, excuse me, 17 years. I had the number wrong. 17 years to become an overnight success. That is how it happens. So what I take from the article and what I take from this whole conversation is that, you know what, instead of trying to leap into these huge goals in 2020, let's build up. Let's start slow. Let's work on one little thing here, one little thing there, slowly adding over time, looking at where you need to make improvements in your health, looking at where you can improve in your consistency. I recommend take a look at your five wheels, physical, mental, emotional, social, spiritual, what needs to be addressed, and then start addressing them slowly. Take a little bite here. I'm gonna address this over here. Boop. Put some reps in over there. See what might be neglected. Address an area that maybe you haven't been wanting to address. Because guess what? You've got to address it to become the person you want to become to accomplish the goal. And let's, let's just take a quick little tangent because when we make goals in life, let's understand and embrace the reality that to accomplish that goal, you have to become a different person, the person who is capable of accomplishing the goal. No matter what it is, you have to change something about you. And so if we embrace that idea, it goes back to the article, the stake of the current self and the stake of the future self who is capable of accomplishing the goal. And then say the goal is some sort of shift you want in your life. So that future self, that other stake, is the person who is capable of creating the life that you want. Because right now, the person you are today is not capable of creating that life Because if they were, if you were, you would have the life right now. If you were capable of creating the health that you want, you'd have it. If you were capable of creating the relationship that you want, you'd have it. If you were capable of creating the finances that you want, you'd have it. So, in order for you to create those things, you need to become that person who is capable of it. So you got to be changing some stuff. And it always starts with habits. So slowly address those habits, slowly address them over time, be consistent, be patient, and you're going to start to see some shifts happening. And once you see those shifts start to happening, guess what happens too? Your mind starts to calm down a little bit. You start to focus less on the future and more on the present moment. You start to be able to handle stress with the greater level of proficiency, like it doesn't mess you up because you know you're the type of person that can handle it. The trust you have in yourself goes up. The more you go slow, get there fast, the more consistent you are, your trust actually goes up. And that's so huge because each one of those little reps that you're taking, each one of those little steps, each one of those little bites, it's like a deposit into yourself. It's a deposit. And as those deposits grow, your cup gets bigger. There's more in your cup to pour out. Pour out over life. Pour out over your loved ones. Pour out over yourself. 
all things go up as you go slow, get there fast. And what's really cool is you start to be able to take on bigger things in life. And now you can expand your goals just a little bit because now you got some, some momentum and some confidence that, you know what, I can become that person that creates that new reality for myself. And it all boils back down to that conversation around comfort zone. And so as you're looking at 2020 and you're thinking about your goals and your resolutions, if that's the, the terminology that resonates with you, I want you to be aware of the snapback effect. I want you to, to be aware as to whether or not you are putting 400 pounds on the bar when you can't even push 100. And so let's avoid the snapback. If you can rep 100 pounds, great. New Year's resolution, I want to get to 101. Awesome. You chomp that out in two weeks of the new year. Now let's go to 102 and then go to 103. As opposed to, I'm going to go and push 400 pounds. Nah, that is, that is setting you up for the snapback effect, which is just going to mess up your ego. You're going to really take a huge withdrawal out of your own confidence, out of your own trust that you can actually do things. Because every single time you set a goal and you don't hit it, let me back up. Every single time you set a big goal and you quit, that is a major withdrawal from yourself. That is a major hit to your confidence and your belief that you can actually do the things you set your mind to. And it's going to become harder to set the next goal. I guarantee it. This type of thing actually came up with a client of mine recently. And every week when I'm uh, with my clients, we set three simple goals. One goal for themselves, one goal for another person, something they want to do for another person, and one goal for life in general. And so I asked my client, I said, hey, what do you want to do for yourself this week? What's your self goal? And he said, five meditations. Over the next seven days, I want to do five meditations. <clears throat> and I said, okay, cool. How many meditations did you do last week? He was like, I think I write maybe three, four. And I said, okay, perfect. So here's what I want to do. We're going to go slow so that you can get these wins. We're going to go slow so you can get there fast. And the little wins are going to build some momentum. It's going to build trust in yourself. It's going to build character. It's going to build integrity, all of that. So listen, there's no rush. I know you want to be able to do five meditations a week and you probably want to be able to sit in that meditation for an hour and be like totally locked in. But let's go there slow. So let's go and start with three, right? We'll go slow. We'll get there fast because you know what? We don't have to get to a point where we're meditating consistently five days a week for an hour at a time by tomorrow. Let's just go there slow and let's get that goal by maybe six months from now. And so what we did is we pulled back the number of meditations and he crushed it. He crushed it that week. And that was a huge deposit. It was a huge deposit. So instead of trying to bite off this big thing, bite off something smaller. So I want to leave you all with a number of things to think about. And I want to leave you with a couple of possible things for you to do. So the things to think about is, first of all, can you relate to the snapback effect, right? Like, have you been trying to push 400 pounds before being able to push 100? When have you actually felt the snapback effect? Think about an example. When have you set a goal, you put a stake in the ground where you are today, you set a big goal, boom, a stake in the ground of who you want to become, 
and you ran towards it and boop, you got humbled. You got hit with some humble pie and you snap back and boom, your ego was, was, was messed up a little bit. How did that feel? Did you, did you end up feeling discouraged? Were you able to get back on the road towards your goal quickly? I want you to ask yourself, what mental, emotional, physical, or spiritual baggage are you attempting to carry with you as you work through your comfort zone? Meaning, what are the things, those areas of opportunities for healing and growth that you have right now that you need to address? What are they? Ask yourself, what challenges seem to crop up again and again for you? We call those epic challenges. And I talk about epic challenges on this show. There's even some episodes early, early on where I work with a person to go through their epic challenge. But your epic challenge is just something where you keep repeating the same things over and over. You're not getting the lesson clearly. You keep creating the same result, even though you hate the result. But you're pretty clueless as to how to get past it. You don't really know how to move past it. So what are those epic challenges for you? And then, how can you work on addressing those areas in your life that need to be addressed? Right? Like if you're always stressed out and you want to set this New Year's resolution, set this new goal, but, you realize, but you're realizing now after listening to this that you got to work on your stress level first, how can you do that? Or maybe you just feel very imbalanced in life. You're juggling so many things. Nothing is getting your full attention. You're just running around like crazy. And yet you want to set some New Year's resolutions, some new goals. But now you're realizing that you got to work on the imbalance. How can you actually work on your imbalance? Or maybe you're feeling a bit lost in life, like you don't have direction. And part of the goal that you want to hit, has to, it requires you to be a person of direction and clarity. Then how can you work on gaining that direction? How can you work on gaining that clarity? Because, you know, you got to work on those things before you try and take on that, that big goal of yours. Because we want to avoid the snapback effect. So that's what I want you to think about. Think about those things. And now here are a few action items for you if you want to move from thinking into doing. The first action item if you're in the early stages of figuring out some of the factors that are holding you back and you want to get more clarity as to what might actually be holding you back, then go download my Abundance Benchmark. The Abundance Benchmark. You can go to my website, MatthewVivens.com. I've got a section up there uh, that has, it's called Store and Freebies. And in there, you'll see all sorts of the free things that I have. And one of them is the Abundance Benchmark. Go grab that. And it's going to give you, it's basically a self-evaluation. I give it to all my clients before we start working together. And it's just going to get a chance to see where your opportunities are. You'll say to yourself after you're done, like, oh, okay, this is where I can work on some stuff. Okay, great. And so you'll know what to work on. And I give you some suggestions on what actually to do. So that's a, a simple action item for you, totally free. A second action item this is if you're more ready to actually go slow, get there fast. When it comes to habits and you want to start making some, some change little by little consistently over time, then get on the balance chart. Get on the balance chart. 
You can pick one habit in each of the seven areas of balance. Breath, aqua, lengthen, anaerobic, nutrition, cleanse, energize. Just pick one habit and start working on that one thing. And slowly over time, you'll realize how much it adds up. So go check out the balance chart. That's something that you can watch for free or it's 10 bucks a month to actually play and participate and, and build your balance chart and do the habits. It's just 10 bucks. It's $10. It's like less than whatever you pay for fancy drinks each month. <laughs> so go check that out. The, T-H-E-Y-D-B-G.com. The, Y-D-B-G.com. And I'll also put a link in the show notes. And then the third action item, this is if you're really moved to take some some bigger steps, still applying, go slow, get there fast. But you know for yourself that you could really use some support, some guidance. You really want to be heard and understood. And you want help to to lay out your own personal blueprint towards becoming the person you want to become. Then connect with me to talk about the different one-on-one programs that I have available. I have a lot of different one-on-one programs and we can jump on a call and we can talk about what that might look like. And 2020, like getting getting rolling in this type of thing in the beginning of the year is a perfect way to ensure that you're kicking off the year powerfully. So all of that is at matthewbivens.com slash coaching, matthewbivens.com slash coaching. So you can find the abundance benchmark, the balance chart, and my uh, my, my coaching options, all that on my website. So again, Figure out where you're at, and depending on where you're at, take some sort of action. Take some sort of action, because you don't want this to just be a conversation you listen to. Because you don't want 2020 to just be a repeat of 2019. So absorb the information from this conversation, recognize how the snapback effect is happening in your life, and then take one little action that's going to move you towards making a change in yourself so you can create a different result in 2020. I'm all about us evolving who we are as people, growing and healing, so that we can create a different experience of life, so that you can create different things in your life. I'm all about that. That's about, you know, having it all to me. And it's an internal process. It's an inside-out thing. So when you look back at 2019 and there's some external things that you didn't really love and there's some external things that you would love to have and experience, then just know in order to make those things a reality, you have to do the internal work. Your external world is a reflection of who you are inside. So do the internal work and that will create your external world. And go slow, get there fast. Go slow, get there fast. All right. So MatthewBivens.com is where you can go for all the different action items from today. Also check out the show notes. That'll be on my website as well. It'll recap and break down this episode and the different stages and the different action items for you to take. Um, All of that stuff. Go check it out on my website. And uh, I'm excited for you to apply this methodology or this, this, um, this mentality really to 2019. Excuse me to apply the go slow, get there fast mentality to 2020 as you design how you want this year to look. 
and stay tuned for more episodes. The next episode, the next episode, December 17th, is going to be all about creating your word for the year. This is something that I've done every year of the podcast. We have a word for the year episode, and this one is retooled and updated, and there's going to be a brand new word for the year uh, tool for you to go download and use, and all of that will be on next week's conversation, December 17th. So definitely tune into that. And last little thing is, if this conversation today resonated with you, go share it with somebody. Go share it with one person who you know wants 2020 to be different than 2019. And you never know what they're going to take from this conversation. You never know what they'll extract. And then it's like a seed that's planted and what can really grow from that. So go share this conversation with one person. That'll be an awesome thing, an awesome way for you to pay it all forward. And uh, yeah, I'm excited for you. I'm excited for our upcoming conversations. And my name is Matthew Bivens. Here is to you having it all. Quick note about the Having It All podcast. I am not a doctor nor a licensed therapist. I'm a guy with a story and a passion for conscious conversation. My thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are my own. So please consult with your doctor or healthcare provider regarding any questions or issues you have related to your personal, physical, or mental health. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved, Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgins. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.